Happy Monday. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Don't know when you're going to be listening to this episode. I hope you had an amazing Monday. I know for me, I like to start my mornings off with a podcast that could just really, really feel my spirit and start my day right. So today we'll be having Jasmine Wilson, really near and dear friend of mine, a beautiful person inside and out. Uh, We really embarked on a really good conversation. We hit some points and got really vulnerable. Um, The title of this conversation is Time Will Tell. And we ended up realizing that towards the end of our conversation that we need to make this the title. So welcome, season one, episode two, to I Am Becoming a Better Me, Conversations with T. I hope you enjoy. We have the beautiful Jasmine here with us today, and we're going to honestly just embark on some conversation. We're going to have a little icebreaker in the beginning, but before we go there, let's just kick it off. Jasmine, introduce yourself, let the people know who you are, and go ahead. Oh, well, before I start, Miss Ma'am, <laughs> I am so proud of you. Thank you. Like, this is major. <laughs> this is God. You are needed. I'm so appreciative of you, and you're Thank someone you. to I admire from near and far. You carry yourself with grace. You are Thank beautiful you. inside and out, oh. and you have such a huge heart, and I know this platform will bless so many people. I'm wow. so glad you said yes to the call. This is not by coincidence. This is intentional, so I'm so glad that you said yes. Thank and you. <laughs> you're welcome. Ooh. I love you. Thank you. So, um, hey, everybody. I am Jasmine. Um, just Jasmine love the Lord. I am a full-time entrepreneur going on three years. Um, I'm very grateful to God for that opportunity. Um, I'm also a minister. I attend Deliverance Ministries House of God in Georgia, and I live in New York where I also attend Emmanuel Church of God in New York. Um, So yeah, I'm just a daughter of the Most High God, real simple. I'm very creative. I love things all creative, music, and sometimes fashion and I just love spreading the love of Jesus so that's pretty much who I am so thank you thank you thank you no you really do so beautiful introduction um we're gonna have a quick icebreaker which is a really good question and then we're just gonna have some conversation catching up so the icebreaker would you like to be remembered for your accomplishments or your character Ooh, that's good I would say character Okay, I want because I'm very big on feelings mm-hmm. because when I would say when I was younger I don't remember a lot of the people and the accolades their accolades I don't remember how big they were mm-hmm. in the world I don't remember like the nice cars that they had or their possessions I don't remember that I remember how they treated me mm. and there are key people who had character that I either admired or I like just didn't want anything to do. I had notched it. Like I did not want to be like them in any type of way. So that mm. really cr- cultivated who I am. 
their character, me observing, because, you know, as children, we're very observant because mm-hmm. we're learning different things. Mm-hmm. And there were people that I was just like, I want to be like you when I grow up, especially women that were single. Mm-hmm. When I was a teenager, I remember specific women who lived in their townhomes by themselves, beautiful women of God, mm-hmm. and they carried themselves with such grace. Mm-hmm. Grace. They were very intentional when it came to serving in ministry. Mm-hmm. They were very obedient to the Lord. And maybe I didn't know the ins and outs of their relationship with God, but they made sure they attended service every Sunday and they wow. made sure they made an impact in their community while they were single. So their character is what spoke Ooh. to me as a young adult. And as yeah. a teenager, I saw them. I was raised yeah. around that. But I would say the women who treated us badly, who treated my mom badly, mm-hmm. who made fun of our clothes because we didn't have certain things as mm-hmm. as youth and we couldn't dress up a certain way for the church choir um, celebration or anything that was mm-hmm. going on with the children's ministry. We couldn't afford certain things. Mm-hmm. So those women, instead of showing love and kindness, they didn't help. And I remember that as an adult now. So mm-hmm. I would definitely want to be remembered for my character beyond anything because that's what makes a lasting impact on people not what you have Ooh, that was good okay so we're back so yes that was a great 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 answer the question was would you like to be remembered for your accomplishments or your character and jasmine answered and said character honestly i would do both both because people are inspired by your accomplishments but then I feel like they're also moved by your character and they remember that so I feel like both is still very important and vital to be remembered as but I do love your answer your answer was beautiful really 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 good um and deep so you said so where did you grow up actually because you said your childhood. Where are you from? Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, I did not know that. East Flatbush area. Are you serious? Yes. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> and you're from New York originally? Yes. I was born in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Partially raised in Long Island and then moved to Orlando. Oh, how was Long Island? All I remember, it was very suburbs-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a beautiful home in Long Island. And then um, it was like on a basement. It was really nice. nice. Like really, really nice. And um, then after that, we moved to Orlando when I was like five or six. Okay. And you went to school out there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Orlando. How long were you in Orlando? For majority of my life. Literally. Really? Like, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> but I always went back to New York because like my aunt, uh, we were so close. So every summer we would fly back out to New York. Sweet. And then mm-hmm. um, we would go school shopping in New York. Like New York was like the summer. There's no tax. It, like you don't have to pay tax on clothes. But the, the clothes were better. Like to me, they were better. They were more fly. Oh opinion, yeah, that is true. Than Orlando. Mm-hmm. So everything was so on trend and they mm-hmm. got things quicker. That mm-hmm. was on trend. Oh yeah. Like you remember back in the day when they had like the name virtual belt remember yes. yes but that was trendy okay. we had to get it in new york we could not find that in florida oh really but i think i was in georgia by that time we couldn't find it it was so hard so wow. florida was so up to like advance of fashion mm-hmm. um and just all of that and then it was just we wanted to go back to new york so bad so we go every summer me and my sister that's good yeah so you're born in new york okay and then um how many siblings do you have i have three sisters three, three mm-hmm. sisters so yeah you had three sisters? Three sisters. I only know of two. Jolie, Tiffany, and Inoshka. Where is she? She lives here. I have never met her before. She was... <laughs> did you... If, I don't, if you saw my story, she was one... She was in black. 
What? Yes. All right, I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, I'll wow. send you a picture of her. What? Nino, my baby. And she's the how? The, what? She's the youngest. The youngest. She's. Yeah. Oh, I thought Tiffany was the youngest. Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. It's my so baby. So Three years apart. Three years apart. Mm-hmm. You're the. Are you the oldest? No. no Julie is the oldest. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Wow, yeah. wow. So all girls, um, you said your business. So you started your business. Jasmine Wilson Decor. Okay. And tell us about that. Oh, Jasmine Wilson Decor started off as a hobby. Honestly, I was decorating for friends just for fun because I was good at it. Like, I didn't think that it would turn into a business. But Mm -hmm. honestly, when I moved from Georgia to New York and I was looking for jobs, Mm -hmm. the pandemic happened. I was about to get hired, but then, you know, COVID Mm-hmm. So I found myself jobless and afraid, and my savings account was depleting. So mm-hmm. I'm like, the Lord just told me, like, what's in your hand? And I listened, and I was like, I can I can decorate. Mm-hmm. This is something that I can do, and I can monetize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I decided to take on clients. It started off with friends and families, and then it turned into people finding me off of hashtags on Instagram. Wow. And then it just went off from there. What makes you really love, like, decorating? Do you feel like that's something that you always probably saw yourself kind of doing, or? Oh, no. Okay. I was in the legal field. When I graduated from Clark Atlanta University, to shout Clark. out to Clark Atlanta. Yes, I did. What? When I graduated, I was a political science major, and I was heading to law school. Wow. Like, I was going to become a paralegal first, and yeah. then I was going to go to school part-time. That was yeah. my plan. But then, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I took the LSAT, did okay on it. I had the school in mind that I wanted to attend. Mm-hmm. However, with the pandemic, like, I didn't get hired mm-hmm. because, you know, they weren't hiring at the time. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just decided to really work on my business. So I never saw myself as a decorator mm-hmm. or event stylist or whatever creative thing you can think of. That's what I do. But I just, mm that wasn't my wow. plan. Wow, wow. So I wonder, do you feel... Because it's so funny, we had at our cookout this weekend, it was a huge debate about, like, going to college, getting your degree, and, like, opportunity in life. Do you feel that if you don't have a degree that you can't have opportunity in your life? That's a good question. I do not feel that way. Okay. <laughs> not at all. I feel my professors always told us, like, if you want to pursue higher education, mm-hmm. I would suggest you... Or a professional career as far as like a doctor, mm-hmm. lawyer, those that require degrees, then school is important. Like you have to go to school. If not, then it's not, you don't have to go to school. It's, mm-hmm. it's not necessary. And I feel like you can still be great in life. You can yeah. do well. You can make good money and not attend a four-year university. You can get a trade. You can yeah. get a certificate in something. So, yeah, it's not necessary. Good. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was an intense conversation. Like, ooh, it went real... <laughs> you had a conversation about this? No, so it was at my mom's birthday. Oh, okay. um, an old mm-hmm. friend of ours from our childhood. Her, the heart. She's an older woman, and she basically was, you know, giving her perspective on education. Like she fully believes in it. She feels like you need a form of education to get to a certain point within corporate America, or you know, she had good points because it's mm-hmm. true. You do cap yeah. in corporate America without the without. degree. I mean, you can get far, but you always end up capping at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had really valid points, but I was just interested to to hear, like, the fact that the degree, then you have the business. Um, where do you see it going? Like, what is your end goal with decorating and all of that? Um, eventually, I don't want to decorate. I oh, wow. want to be a hands-off 
okay. owner of event spaces okay. and rentals. Mm-hmm. Because when you decorate, not only is it time consuming, but consumers don't really want to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not the average consumer, the amount that you're worth. So I find myself just knowing that it's not forever. It's temporary. And my goal is definitely to own to own mm-hmm. land, to have a full service team where mm-hmm. I'm more hands off running the business side of it. And I have decorators, mm-hmm. caterers, dessert pastry chefs whoever as far as the team Mm -hmm. is concerned to really do the hands-on work so right now are you kind of pretty much everything yeah you're accounting you're (laughs) you're the the boss okay okay everything and i'm trying to get my financial person like a tax person to handle the finances honestly yeah because that could be a lot and Mm -hmm. i want to make sure i'm doing it right Mm -hmm. but for now i'm everything (laughs) do you feel like you have like a different level of respect for entrepreneurs oh for sure for sure. <laughs> for, sure. for sure it's not for the faint of heart because honestly you don't you are the team you are your everything your motivational your yeah. coach if you don't have a mentor then you're your own mentor you're trying to find words that you can cling to on youtube mm-hmm. and trying mm-hmm. to learn different things so i definitely suggest everybody to get a mentor if they could wow. like i'm looking for one um for sure but yeah, it's difficult. It's, I have a new wow. love for entrepreneurs, especially those who have done what I do for mm-hmm. 15, 20 years and are successful. Like, it's pretty difficult to do, but I, mm. I'm very, like, I admire those people who, who do that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's, it gets tough out there. It does. Mm-hmm. But what keeps you honestly encouraged? Like, I kind of want to speak to those entrepreneurs who, I know a lot of entrepreneurs and I see them go through dips in you know mentally spiritually what keeps you motivated and going i would say number one god mm-hmm. knowing that he allowed me to be as creative mm-hmm. as I, I am he gave me that creativity i know mm-hmm. it's only him and the fact that when i was jobless and my savings account was going down he reminded me of who i was mm-hmm. that i can i'm an incubator i mm-hmm. can do whatever he whatever he put inside of me I can mm-hmm. do it I can do all things mm-hmm. so the fact that I turned nothing into something really I didn't have I don't need startup capital to decorate because the client is able to do it on their own like yeah. if they pay me and I'm then I decorate so once that happened then I knew like yeah God got my back like everything is fine I can work for myself and I have more time and that's where I get to number two time mm-hmm. I'm my own boss basically so I have a lot more time to spend with my family my nieces like Mm -hmm. I always say if I needed to be a stay-at-home mom you would love me because I'll be making money while I'm home with my kids Mm -hmm. because I can make money from anywhere Mm -hmm. I can decorate I just got to show up at certain times but it's not every day that I'm have to be at a nine-to-five correct I feel like time I'm able to really travel as often as I want so that motivates me to keep pushing Um, so yeah God and time free time to enjoy I like that you said that um, because you need God in everything, entrepreneurship, corporate, because honestly, I can't even navigate through my own corporate job (laughs) without God. Like, I have to pray my way through so many things, conversations, honestly, even coaching people. Like, I actually pray and, like, sit in my home in silence and literally ask God to guide my meetings. Like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do with this meeting because, you know, it's like you don't want to come off mean um especially when you have to have serious meetings about the business right and i'm a very serious person about my business oh i am too (laughs) and it's like but the thing about me is i love to do things with love yeah and i love to coach and develop and be assertive but do with love yes and honestly 
at work, people always ask me, like, where do you come up with these ideas? And, and how do you have such a good balance at, like, being so assertive, but then being so loving and empathetic at the same time? Mm-hmm. And I literally tell them God, because mm-hmm. it's not me. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of me, but it's majority God, yes. because... I don't even know. Because in my my flesh, sometimes I want to yell. I want to get mad. I want to get straight to the point. But then I got to remember, like, Tanya, give people grace. Yes. People are human. Mm -hmm. People are going through more things outside of this job Mm -hmm. and this computer. You don't know what this person's going through when they close their laptop every day and they walk away from your company. So it's like you really have to invite God into your corporate environment, your entrepreneurship, whatever you decide to do career-wise. Yes. Uh, But when it comes to that and having the balance, you mentioned God, but then you said time. So with that, how are you able to incorporate your relationship with God through being so busy and consumed with life, business? How are you able to incorporate that? Do you you have a relationship? You said you were a minister. Mm -hmm. So do you go to church? Do you feel like you don't have to go to church, that doing it enough at home is enough? Like, how do you incorporate balancing that time? For me, prioritizing is really making a list. So how I start off my day or the day before, the night before, I make a list of everything Mm -hmm. that I need to do in the day. And my number one has always been devotion and listening to the Bible app. So Mm -hmm. I follow a podcast. (laughs) I love that. that, It's prophetic. Yeah. The Bible app is really prophetic. (laughs) If I could go in and tell you the different things, like we'll be on this forever. (laughs) But it's so prophetic. So I always start off my day with either the devotion or listening to the podcast, which is going through the entire Bible in one year. And I'm on year three. This is the third time I'm reading the Bible full time. Yeah. This is the third time. The third time. And Ooh. honestly, I, I read different translations so I can get new perspective, of course, that, yeah. the understanding, because I did the New King, New King James Version. You know, that's a little difficult. Mm-hmm. The ESV, the NLT. The next one I'm going to do is the the message. I do the NLT. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I haven't done the New King James, but we're going we gonna to get there. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I love it because it gives me back, like, the old school, mm-hmm. like, what I was raised on, because I was raised in the church. Got so, you. like... Jesus is really grounded in me. Like, mm-hmm. I came from a praying family. That's like, beautiful. fighting demons, seeing angels, seeing all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. So, it's just like, I know who Jesus has been in my life. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what I go through, he is always going to be first. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I start off my day with prayer, devotion, reading my word. And as a minister, I do believe in the validity of churches. Like, mm-hmm. it's important that we do not forsake the assembling of the saints. Mm-hmm. Because the way how I look at it, church is like a hospital. So mm-hmm. if you're sick, if you're in need, you get to go That's to good. a spiritual place where you can receive your healing. Mm-hmm. And not all churches are healing, though. So True. we have to take part in how there are churches out there. There are false prophets. But that's according mm-hmm. to the times that we're living in. Mm-hmm. So there are churches that you have to have discernment to know whether or not you need to be a part. And I do believe if you are a true daughter and son of God, you'll be able to have that discernment because the gifts are given freely. You can ask for it and they're given mm-hmm. freely. So if you ask for it and you need to find out if that's the church for you, God will let you know. Yeah. So, But churches, you definitely need to go. Like For me, I look at it as what I can do for someone else mm. because we are God's hands and feet while mm-hmm. here we are on, while we're here on earth because God is not here in a physical form we yeah, are yeah. but we can do his work 
So if we have a location that we can go to where we have one agenda coming mm-hmm. in as one, because we know there is power and unity. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. There's power and oneness. Mm-hmm. So when we come together in one accord, then God can move. And mm-hmm. he can use us to help somebody else. But if we're not there... We're yeah. not in position. Yeah. We're not going to be able to help that person. We're not going to be able to hear from God and say, okay, God told us, like I told you earlier, mm-hmm. buy this woman groceries. Yeah. If we're not in place, we can't buy her groceries. Yeah. And then you're missing out on your blessing because there's an exchange. There's always an exchange. You, God mm-hmm. never leaves you empty-handed when you're in his presence. Never. When yeah. you're obedient to him, there's always something on the other side for you, whether it be here on earth or in heaven. Yeah, yeah. So we have to remember that. And that's how I just keep in verse when it comes to doing everything that I do. Like, I always keep that as the main thing. Put God first. Go to church. And Mm -hmm. not just because I'm a minister. That's a title. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, it doesn't mean anything. It's something that just operates in this church Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to create order. But as far as being a son or a daughter, I want to be a daughter. I want to be a disciple, not just a Christian. Yeah. Because everybody and anybody could say Say they're Christians. Mm -hmm. But are you a son? Are you a daughter? Are you following do you mm-hmm. believe in it? Are you living by it? Yeah. That's what you think. No, that was really good. <laughs> that was really, really good. <laughs> that is so true. Um, and I think the beautiful thing is like the consistency and discipline. I know for me, um, finding that church home, um, I was going to a bigger mega church and it just seems so small in the big world, you know? So I know that's not for me, but um, thankfully my church is finally coming to Atlanta and um, they've been in Jersey. So they're actually having a location here. Yeah. Change church. Nice. So the pastors are coming down? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. They actually come down every, like once a month. They actually had something the same weekend. I'm so mad of my mom's thing. Oh, so you couldn't go. So I couldn't go. I was so mad. And then the last time they had something, I couldn't go. I was like, okay, why do I keep missing it? But I went about two or three times so far, nice. and I love it. But I can't wait for him to be here permanently. Yes. But that's a good thing. Like, I feel, feel like it's so needed because even with joining the church, um, you know, you have to do, like, the um, – don't mark me, girl. Don't judge me. What is it called? Like, you know, you first join, you have to take the class. The new and, members class. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. And what I loved about it the most – and it felt like I was in therapy. I was like, this is therapy. Oh, wow. I'm like, this is real. Like, their approach. Um, but I love that it felt like a family. Yeah. Um, I love that it felt like... Because I didn't grow up in the church, unfortunately. My mm-hmm. mom was more like, it's Christmas, we need to go to church. It's Easter, we need to go to... You know, it wasn't like that discipline and accountability that I feel like I needed. Yeah. Um, but as an adult, I got more closer with God and had that relationship. Wow. And my adulthood, which is so deep. Like, what? But it was coming because my aunt, she was always in the church for sure. Mm -hmm. But my mom, and I I don't know if it's, I don't think it was because she didn't want us in the church. I think with her being a single mom, I don't even know if she knew how to, had the capacity to really balance it, to be honest. And I look back at my childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just love that it's like you can find that sister or brother that you maybe feel like you're lacking in the, church. in the church like god will give you the supplement to what you're missing yes. he really does yes. and it's so deep and it's like people block themselves like we talked about earlier church hurt yes you know thankfully i've never experienced that mm-hmm. but for the people who have and the people who need that brother they don't have like if you have an older brother but you don't feel that covering or safe space in your older brother like god will bless you with that at church like he will give you that older brother that you're looking for if you just give it a chance yeah and i just hate that people kind of block 
themselves off because of maybe the mistakes that a human made Mm -hmm. and they kind of block God from that. But I would say, how do you, like, what would you tell someone who's experienced church hurt? Like, have you, you've experienced church hurt? I have. Okay. Um, And it was to the point where he kicked us out of the church. Mm -hmm. We kicked out my mom. So Mm -hmm. if you kick out your mom, you kick out her kids as well. Mm -hmm. And he blocked us on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very hurtful. Like, he was like a father figure to us because my father passed away when I was a little girl. So I'm so sorry. My thank you. We grew up with just my mom and she was a young petite woman. She Mm -hmm. looked like a teenager herself. So when we came to Georgia and we were a part of that church and for him to do Mm -hmm. what he did, it hurt it. Mm -hmm. But God was the one who healed it. Mm -hmm. The word talks about he is close to the brokenhearted, that he is our protection. He is our strong tower. He Mm -hmm. is the one that we can run to and be our present help in a time of need. So because I knew the word at at that time, because I was in my early 20s in college at that, when it was happening, my senior year of college, Mm -hmm. hurt that we're dealing with this and all the pressures of life is happening. So it's just like when that happened, I was really, really hurt. And a lot of people from my church never came back. They never wow. went back to church. So what what I did was rem- keep the main thing the main thing. He is not my God. Mm. I have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I know Jesus Christ for myself. I'm not going to let man who is not perfect. And yeah. I had to forgive him because he is still a man. He's not yeah. perfect. He's not my God. So when I kept the understanding that Jesus is my savior, that he is my rock, Mm -hmm. and that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, and I can Mm -hmm. get over this and get healed from it and not be resentful towards ministry, it wasn't perfect. It it took years. It really did take years for me to get to this place where I'm just like... I understood. We weren't supposed to be there. Yeah. Maybe God was even using him like how Pharaoh had to be hardened Mm -hmm. because God hardened Pharaoh's Mm -hmm. heart. Mm -hmm. So maybe God was hardening his heart for my mom to do the assignment that he had called her to do. Got it. Because she she couldn't go back to Egypt. I call that place Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She couldn't go back. God told her to open up a church. Wow. So I'm like, if imagine if he was just like, well, you can come back. She would have got comfortable, but there was people assigned to her. Yeah. And imagine if she said no and was comfortable in that. So I wow. believe that there was reasons I had to look at him mm-hmm. as human. And I feel like that's how I encourage other people. We're all human, but yeah. you don't look at the human. You look towards God. You look towards your Savior. You trust in the Holy Spirit. And if you get hurt, pick up your stuff, dust your feet off, and keep it moving. And trust that God is going to heal that broken heart. Mm-hmm. Because he said it in his word. So if you truly believe in the word of God, mm-hmm. you will believe that scripture as well. That was good. I agree. I completely agree because to me, it's just having the gratitude. That's the word. That's like really hard for some people. And so I'm like, how you don't have gratitude? But it's really like it takes time to get there. Like you said, it's a process because if you allow and trust the process, even though that sounds so cliche, like really trust the process. No, seriously, like trust the process because for sure, I Mm -hmm. think sometimes... And I feel like I used to think like this too, like, you know, it, if it's not good, like all good things are only from God and that he doesn't like that certain things like that happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, but that was supposed to happen yes. to lead you into purpose, to lead you into your calling. Yes. But we look at all everything like, but God must not love me because he caused this. Like, mm-hmm. why would he do that? And oh, then yeah. we question him. Then we get angry and bitter. And it's like, if we just look at it from a big picture point of view and look at it like, trust the process know Mm -hmm. that he has 
all good things for you mm-hmm. is not to hurt you keep you hurt keep you down like it it will make sense yes. but allow time yes time really will tell yeah. so that that's really good i feel like time is the word today because we talked about time, time and then we went into the time like time yeah. is the and word somebody <laughs> on my birthday somebody did say that that time is the one that helps heal like mm. time sometimes heal that time the space that you have away especially from somebody who hurt at you that time can give you new perspective it, does. it can open up your eyes to a lot because literally i didn't have that perspective about the egypt and what until years later because i didn't understand it for the longest but time and seeing my mom as a pastor mm-hmm. it helped me see oh that's why it happened yep that was the that was the main goal that was Girl. the reason because if it was too easy if he was just like oh come back she would have because mm-hmm. pastoring is not easy. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't know if I'm called to do that. I don't, that's a different kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But God called her. Yeah. So I feel like there's reason in everything in time. We really mm-hmm. tell. No, I tell my friends that all the time. Even with relationship, I'm Ugh. like, time will tell. Jesus, relationship. No, it's true. Because I say that all the time. I literally just said to who am I talking to. I was talking to somebody on the phone. I was like, like I tell. Oh, mm. it was my cousin actually. I called him and checked on him. And I was just like, cuz, like, time will tell. Like, that's yeah. it. I've been telling it to all my friends. My friends dating this guy. Yeah. I said, time will tell. Time will tell. Because yeah. time really will reveal all. Yeah, like, sure. I think a lot of times in <laughs> times, we, in this generation, even though I'm in it, it's like we're wanting so much instant gratification. Ugh, and we don't know how to be patient. Microwave babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to be patient. And mm-hmm. we want... We want the house now. We want the job now. now. We want the relationship now. now. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if we got everything we wanted when we wanted it, one, we wouldn't steward it properly. Two, half the stuff we want we're not even ready for. And three, it's just like time will tell. Like give, allow yourself to grow. Exactly. Allow yourself to evolve and where God wants you to really be and truly be so you really can steward the relationship properly mm-hmm. and the job. Mind and development. You need you have all to change your mind. All you of that. To. And that takes time. It takes time. <laughs> time. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. Relationship. So what's your perspective right now on love? Like this generation and where we are in dating, I hear talk to a lot of married women, single women, abstinent women. Yeah. We've been absent for years mm-hmm. and how do you navigate in this dating world that we're in right now oh i'm, I'm not doing good i'm, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not doing good friend <laughs> it's um well you know i just dealt with heartache and yeah. pain and just that overall situation was very hurtful yeah and, you know i told you it was from definitely from the enemy not of god at all and it took me to to really fast i fasted for one week mm-hmm. after and prayed a lot mm-hmm. and cried out to god mm-hmm. and he showed me certain things about it so i'm glad i'm not glad that i went through it but i'm also glad because i know what i need to pray for when mm-hmm. it comes to relationships and really trusting god because i didn't trust him we talked about it i think two years ago mm-hmm. about trusting god when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. and i told you what i told you because i went through it and i i had to learn the prayer journal helped me trust god praying those prayers that the 31 prayers yes they Wait, are tell the people the book again it's 31 prayers for your future husband who's it by 
I don't remember who it is. Okay. It's a married couple, but it's on Amazon. Don't put it in the bio. <laughs> yes. I would suggest all ladies, um, even fiancés, or even if you're married, just get the book and pray over your, your future spouse or your current fiancé or your current husband mm-hmm. because it blessed me and it, it gave me a new perspective on my future husband. Mm-hmm. And it also allows me to trust God when it comes to the man that he's going to send me. Yeah. Because I didn't trust... I trusted everything else, but when it came to husband... God, listen. You remember? Uh, you saw me at the wedding. I saw you at the wedding, y'all. So our friend got married, and Yay. I caught the bouquet. Yes. But why does this? No, literally, no one is so funny though. <laughs> Full circle moment. No one saw saw it happen, but her. Then she looks at me with this face. Is like, why did you do that? Did I, you give it to somebody else? Yeah, I, I gave saw it. You saw me. Yeah, but you're the only it. person who caught me. No one else. Oh, I'm the only one that said you're it. You're the only person who caught it, though. Mm. Like, who even seen it happen? Mm. No one's seen it. So, mm. no one believed I caught it. They was like, you didn't catch it. I'm like, yes, yes I did. did. You <laughs> and you were like, you looked at me with this face like, why did you do that? Yes, I did. And I was like, mm-mm. Because I wasn't ready. Yeah. And it's, it's just so deep. That's full circle. Because yeah. we never thought we'd been on this couch talking about no. that. No. But you touched a good point. It's like, we, I, have, I can really relate to what you just said. It's like to be honest and transparent is we do love God. We are women of God, but yes. we do have areas where we doubt like, and it's hard to believe. And I yeah. literally had that breakthrough recently of like, Jesus, like God, like, and I had like, when I say a heart to heart, cause sometimes I don't be coming to him like this. I'd be like, you know, do you have any father God? But then like, I was like, God, I'm gonna be honest with you. Nice. Like I had a real talk. That's good. I was like asking questions like, Man, we about to get vulnerable, y'all. Yeah. Because I ain't, I ain't shared this with nobody, but we got to get vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But literally, I was asking him back to childhood, like, why didn't you allow me to date anybody in high school? Why didn't mm-hmm. anybody see me? You made me feel like I wasn't beautiful. Wow. You made me feel like I wasn't seen by anybody. Like, I wasn't good enough. Why would you keep me out of all my friends, everyone around me, from seeking relationship? Mm-hmm. From, and it's just like, I'm like, but why are you doing that? Protection. Why is it, girl, I'm telling you, like, I was asking him the why. It's like, I need to understand because it just wasn't adding up to me. My whole life, relationships, not that I didn't want it and desire it, but it's always been a blockage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you blocking? And it's like, he's blocking me from something (laughs) and from these people. And as y'all know, y'all remember in the intro, I started this off a heartbreak. But, you know, we had a really heart to heart. And I'm like, God, I want this now like I really want this before it was a desire I'd be like yeah I want it you know talk to friends like yeah I'm looking for a man girl ha, ha. no like I'm genuinely serious like mm-hmm. I need you to let me know what's going on yes. and it was a really good heart to heart that brought me in tears because I was being so vulnerable about the questions I had since a kid like why did you like and not allow that for me I wanted that mm-hmm. I felt like not beautiful mm-hmm. it was deep Wow. It was so deep. Did he answer you? No. Because literally as you're talking, that's what I went through. And what I received is God was shielding me mm-hmm. and he was protecting me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, a lot of young women from middle school, they were promiscuous, having right. sex, yeah. smoking weed. I was offered weed in mm-hmm. middle school. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it, of course, but mm-hmm. my friend, she was in middle school with me, mm-hmm. and she was having sex and smoking weed and doing all those things. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, we question our beauty because of society. Mm-hmm. They don't look at beauty as yeah. natural. Like, 
You got to have the big butt. Even mm-hmm. living in Georgia, the girls had big butts because of the South. And I didn't have <laughs> a did. big butt. A boy threw a shoe at me saying I had a soggy cookie as a butt. You know what? Yes, he did. He was traumatic. He was, but traumatic. Oh, my God. And I said, Lord, why did I have to go through these yeah, things? Yeah. I felt ugly. Yeah. I, didn't, I felt worthless. And my mom really, she was the one to talk to me and say, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're intelligent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you're a child of the most high God. Like, she affirmed me. But I also looked for that. Validation. Know, that validation yeah. in guys. But I didn't get it in high school at Me all. Neither. But I really believe God was shielding us from a lot of things we didn't need to experience or be open to. Right. And I'm so that glad young. I didn't have a boyfriend because I was vulnerable. Same. I was very open and gullible, honestly. Same. I didn't know Same. much. Same. So imagine if an older high school guy or a guy in my class grabbed me up. Mm-hmm. I could have been... Pregnant as a teenager. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So I truly believe God shielded us from Mm -hmm. certain things for our protection. And we have to remember all things work together for our good. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. what you went through, because of what I went through, I'm able to help the next little girl that I see. And I recognize whatever she's dealing with and do what my mother did for me and instill wisdom and mm-hmm. understanding and beauty in her. Mm-hmm. I made a, I'm able to speak up to her and say, no, you're mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're a creed. You're royalty. Yeah. You are a child of the most high God. Don't you dare talk bad about yourself. Yeah. So because I went through what I went through and I know what it feels like, I'm able to help the next person. Yeah. Sure. It was deep. It was deep. And thank you. And that was, that was really good. And like, that's good that you were open with God. That's how he wants you to come. Very. Very. Like I had to get... And uh, to be honest, I want everybody who listens to this to never feel, like, intimidated. Because I feel like I used to be that Christian where I would feel, like, kind of intimidated to pray in front of people. Because I felt like I had to be, like, I had to sound perfect or sound a certain way. Or I felt like when I came to God to pray, it had to be, like, done. It's like, listen, come as you are because he can't do nothing with yes. you trying to come as something you're not. Exactly. And that is really when I had like the true breakthrough with him wow, and that, that relationship true. when I did that. Mm-hmm. And it started in 2020. Like when I seriously would come to him like bold, honest, and vulnerable, weeping, like this is why I feel that's when the light clicked. That's when the blessings came. That's because he, he knows. He's like, girl, you Tanya, you know, better than come to me with that. Like, yes. don't come to me. Like, I know what's going on yes. in your heart. Yes. I just want you to be honest and confront that. Yes. Confronting that thing. Yes. So it's like, guys, you know, I believe in God and therapy and it's real. Like, yes. Whether you not ready to take or embark this relationship with God, at least seek therapy because therapy will teach you to confront those things. Yes. And once you do that, I know God's going to come full circle in that situation because that's what it's about. It's confronting yourself, the things as a child that you felt and coming to him about it. And he will heal that. And he will. He will heal it. Yes, he will. Girl. And I read, there's a scripture that I read today in Mm -hmm. devotional with my sister and her friend, Psalms chapter 34. And it says, when you come to him in your truth. Yeah. And, you know, we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. So David understood the power of coming to God in your truth. He he doesn't want you to come as someone else, as you said, or as a lie or any of those things. He wants you to come in your truth and worship him in spirit and in truth because we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience. Yeah. So we have to come to him in our truth and he will heal. Mm -hmm. He will definitely heal. Yep, I've experienced some 
super nice. Like, some things that I can't even explain. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just so hard to explain. I feel like... Because some people question, like, well, how do you gain this relationship? Or, like, what... Like, because it's not like I... I even was listening to somebody else's podcast. And the girl was like, you know, I don't read my Bible as much. But she's like, I really got closer with God when I seen how you showed up. And how you treated people. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So, it's like... For me, it's like... I don't want anybody to ever feel just turned away. Yeah. Intimidated. Yes. I think a lot of people get intimidated. And that's the biggest thing that I always want to, like, really, really, really push the narrative of, please don't ever feel that. To me, that's the enemy. Because nobody should ever intimidate you to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I said, when I started to really be honest with myself and vulnerable... That is when truly, like, things shifted in my life. Same here. Everything. Same here. Career, mm-hmm. job, how, like, and the same thing's gonna happen in a relationship because yeah. one, I believe it. Two, I'm being honest about it and vulnerable with him about it and coming to him about it and facing things that I've never even, honestly, like, the, when I had that moment, it was the first time I ever said out my mouth. Like, I've always felt that in my heart, never shared it with anybody, but mm-hmm. I actually voiced it and was vocal about it. Wow. I was like, whoa. It was like, what, 2 o'clock in the afternoon? I was out on the couch reading the journal, and I'm like, that was a breakthrough. My God. Wow. At 29. (laughs) And, and, like, God is so funny when it comes to that. Because you had to go through what you went through. Mm -hmm. It's a part of your journey. It makes you you, and it makes you effective. That's the only Because if you haven't gone through nothing... You don't got Mm-mm. nothing to say. Mm-mm. So you had to go through what you went through for 29 years. So it can be embedded in you so you can get that understanding for mm-hmm. God to bring that breakthrough. And then you have a different level of love for God. It just went up another notch. It did. And I know when you read that part and it just freed you from certain things that you were able to release it to him. Because you probably had that in your mind already, in your conscience. Girl. And the fact that you were finally able to release that thing. It was, and you gave it to God. And what I know about God, when you call, He answers. So expect an answer. Oh, it's, I know it's gonna come. Oh yeah, for sure. He He really shows up in different. It speaks to me through so the people situation. It's like a full circle moment every time. Mm-hmm. Every time I'd be like, really? To the point where I look up in the air like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? Did you just do that? Because mm-hmm. it's always a full circle moment. So yep. I know it's gonna. And I never let that discourage me either. Like, like you said, did you did he respond? No. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's like not that he's delicious. It's gonna come. Yeah. But for me, I had to marinate on it. I had to write it down. And I love that journal. I have to put it in the bio. Yes. The journal mm-hmm. really has my mind and my gears going just on me. What it's helping me do is, one, be more specific on what I'm praying for, the things to pray for, for my husband. But it's also having me dive deeper into what do I really want. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. That's the purpose. We always have an idea, like, oh, I want someone who loves God, who's respectful. No, 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 no. Like, it goes deeper. Pen to paper. Deeper. Pen to paper. (laughs) And it dares. Those prayers are beautiful. I don't know who. Did they write the prayers? They did. Girl, I didn't make them. Those prayers are literally every word. I'm like, how did you come up with I'm God? I'm crying just writing. And I write my personal prayers behind their yeah, prayers. You're so I'm just crying. Right? Because you have after. like a new love for your husband. I'm yes. like, I don't even know you yet, man. <laughs> but I love you. Yeah. I'm, I'm praying for you. And I can't wait for you to read this. Yeah. Because I covered beautiful. you. Girl, it's it's like prayers Oof. about like, it's just like praying for his family, yeah. praying for communication. Like, I was just, like, 
even his shortcomings. It's, you're, it's gonna get, get deep. It's gonna get, it's deep. gonna get real deep. Oh my and god! And they have challenges for you to do too. This one challenge. I'm, you want me to tell you the challenge? Yeah, no time. All right. It says, <laughs> pray for your future husband for thirty-one minutes. Ooh, thirty-one minutes. Thirty. I'm I'm there, and I'm stuck. I've been stuck on it for about a year. <laughs> okay. <I'm- laughs> truthful that's honest like you know i feel like if you don't know what to say don't say nothing at all because that is the truth you gonna miss what i'm i'm sorry because it's like don't just be sitting there like talking it and that's why i like the journal i think yeah. it's so beautiful because oh, yeah. it really has me challenging my thoughts on what do you want and a lot of women half the time don't know what they want yeah men too yeah but we're not taking the time remember that word time, time. Girl, i think that is the word for this we're going to call this podcast time Ooh, episode time, time. <laughs> girl but it's true like we don't take the time to like sit down and navigate through our emotions and thoughts on like what do you want so one thank you y'all she bought me the journal sent it to my house and was like i'm gonna send this journal and i was just like she knows one of my love languages but no i don't know (laughs) you love journals gifts gifts Gifts. okay that's your love language nice yeah yeah and i love like for me, it's not about, like, the type. You know, it don't got to be something that was so thoughtful. But it's, it's something so meaningful. It wasn't just a journal. Like, you were like, hey, I'm going to get you this journal, girl. No, it's a journal. Yeah. Like, this is something that I'm hearing you and identifying. Mm-hmm. And I'm this is something I know you'll connect with. Exactly. And it's changing my life. And what you, when you told me what you told me, that's why I was like, oh, yeah, it's time to deposit this because it's going to change your life for real those gifts are very like they're near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. so yes i like gifts but i like 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 some people you know you feel like like i know someone i'm gonna say their name but mm-hmm. it's like if it don't cost a certain amount it's like you can feel it in their gestures that they don't really care for it oh they're not grateful oh i guess that <laughs> i guess what that means that's what grateful. it means they're not grateful but for me it's mm-hmm. like one is just the gesture like i'm grateful for it like you could have got me a plant. I would have been happy. Like, oh, my God, a new plant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, my God, thank a you. Put my plant babies. Oh. Or, you know, but it's just, thank you. Like, I really, truly appreciate that gift. And as you saw, it was, like, near my bed. Yes. And um, as my therapist used to say, you know, don't make it an obligation. When you feel led to journal, when you feel it yes. on your heart, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the truth. That's like, I, I really did. do it. It took me a year. Like, I, I, didn't, <laughs> year. I didn't feel like praying for him because yeah. I was very, I, I was upset, mm-hmm. honestly, because I'm like, God. Mm-hmm. And it took, I wasn't dating anybody for a year. Mm. And I couldn't pray for him for a year. But but that's real. Yeah. That, that I is feel real. better now. I yeah. have a new love and. I'm trusting God more in that area and healing from my heartbreak. Mm-hmm. So I'm sensitive right now. Yeah. I'm 30. Oh. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> I'm 30. 
I'm emotional. Come on, 30. By the way, she's so, had a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And no. happy early birthday to yes. you. Yes. Soon, soon Ooh. come. September 16th, y'all. Yes, soon come. No, that was that was good. This was a really good conversation. Oh, like yes, we touched it. on <laughs> career, God, yeah. love, healing, yeah. childhood stuff. Time. Time. <laughs> y'all, time. Time, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um we we're gonna close out. Guys, mm-hmm. I appreciate you tuning in. Episode one. I really hope that this blessed you. I hope that you had a good time. I know we did. You heard us laughing at all, y'all. It was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, tell the people where to follow you. Where on Instagram, if you have Instagram. Um, close out with what, you, what your name is again, what you do. Because we did talk about a lot. I don't want to forget the importance of that. So go ahead and close it out. Okay. Um, thank you again for of this course. opportunity, friend. I love you and Me I love too. this. This was wonderful. I had so much fun. Again, y'all, I'm Jasmine Wilson. J- Jasmine with a Z. <laughs> and you can find me at all that jazz. There's a dot between all that jazz with one Z at the end. Um, for my business page, you can follow me at Jasmine Wilson Decor, and I am an event designer, event stylist, graphic designer, rental company, really a full service planning coordination type of girl. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, she's amazing. She even did my mom's birthday. Oh, that's fine. I got to experience mm-hmm. an actual service. Very professional. And I'm, and I'm not just saying this because she's sitting in front of me. I could have just told her and said, yep, yeah, great, thanks. <laughs> thanks. No, she genuinely is very professional on it. And she's hardworking, dedicated, very creative. So I had to give you those flowers because you are. Like, Thank you, you so are... Much really really good at this i need you guys to follow her instagram i'm gonna put it in the bio look at her work it's beautiful um and thank you for your time guys just a quick close out this podcast started in a conversation with her on the phone and i create i said the idea and told her this was on my heart Mm -hmm. and i was like i created and i said oh it's gonna be i'm gonna be conversation with t she was like oh that's it that's it yeah (laughs) and then that was like i think Three weeks ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe four mm-hmm. weeks the most. Yeah. Probably. Probably. hmm And I started the podcast. Yes. And I started it about a week ago. hmm Didn't say anything to anybody. Just did it. Yeah. And dropped it on Instagram. I was and like... I had a photo. The graphics were done. Everything. Everything was done. In under two hours. You already had the platform. I already had the platform. It was platform. waiting for you. You know what's interesting, y'all? It's the last gem that nobody ever knows. The first thing I always wanted to be was a radio host. I wanted to do radio. And my mom's friend slash aunt said, there's no money in that. So I never pursued it. Oh, she discouraged you. She discouraged me. So I never did radio. But full circle moment, 29 years old. Look at you. Podcast. Look at you. Podcasts are the new radio in 2023. Jesus. We're going to leave that right there. Wow. <laughs> And there y'all have a go, y'all. Yeah, Episode y'all. one, season one. Tanya, Jasmine, Ooh, love God. you guys. Enjoy. Have a good one.